0: everybody and my goodness it's been a while since I've done one of these podcasts it is the 20th of October 2021 um yeah it's been a while I'm afraid I wish I had the time to do these every week and I listen to a lot of podcasts where they're really good about you know the frequency of which they do them but um you know me, I'm a busy girl, I'm always out of the shop, so uh, yeah, I do them when I can. And I thought, you know what, I haven't done one in a while, so I thought I'd check in with you all. Um, and yeah, it's just a bit of an informal chat really this morning, I'm not following any script or anything, I'm just going to have a chat and let you know how we have found the first half of the autumn-winter season. So I'm on I'm on half term at the moment with my son, and it does come at a good time because it's been a really, really busy season. So I started back at the shops, well, when was it? Beginning of, very beginning of September. In fact, I think I was back at the end of August for a style surgery. Um, so yeah, I've been doing three or four shops a week since then and I've just finished and it's yeah, mid-October. And it's been a really, really good season. It made me realize actually how, how long it's been. Since we've had a kind of proper season, as such, um, because obviously we went back to the shops in June, and that was when we went. That was when all the shops obviously opened back up again, and we were allowed to go, and the changing rooms were open, and um, we did really well. And it was actually it was really good to be back in June. It was so good to be back with clients, and it was a bit tough for us because obviously when we start when we when we shop usually pre pandemic. We are obviously in the shops at the start of the season, so we know the stock really, really well. But we started in June, which is normally at the time of year when the stock levels are dwindling. So you don't have as many sizes to choose from. Um, it's not as easy. So we started our personal shops during quite a tricky time. But despite that, we um, yeah, we did really well. So it was nice to get back in the autumn and start from scratch with a brand new season. And what I love about it is that it's been a really, really strong season. Probably the strongest in a very long time. The colours have been really bright for this time of year, which is really unusual. Normally they get a lot darker for autumn and winter, but we've had such a good selection of colours to choose from. We've had spring brights, we've had, we've had the summer pastels, we've had the winter jewel tones, we've had the autumnal rich berry tones... So the selection and the cuts have just been amazing. So we've been very, very fortunate. And it's just been so lovely to be back with clients again. I mean, we were lucky in the sense that we had, we already had an online presence during the pandemic. We already had that in place. Um, But I know that me and the team really, really missed working with clients in person because you can't beat that instant, kind of reaction when somebody tries something on and, and you can help people when you're in person to perhaps push their comfort zones that little bit more because I think when you're working in online with somebody and you're sending them an online shop it's fantastic but you are trusting that that client is going to order the pieces that are maybe out of their comfort zone whereas during a shop you can kind of you know get them to try it on and um, give them that little that little nudge. So it's been great being back with clients in person. As I say, I'm off on half term at the moment. So if I get interrupted, you know why. (laughs) Um, It was also a great season because we had, I had an event in Eastbourne, which was really good. I was contacted by an events company who were doing a, I think it was a a push to try and get people back to the high street, which I can see why. Um, And I did a little styling event there in the the shopping centre. And that was great. It really reminded me of when I used to work in retail many, many moons ago, and you never really knew who was going to walk in the door. And I love that. I love that spontaneity, and I and I really enjoy. I, I quite enjoy working under pressure. Um, and there was such a range of people that came in, and it was really, really enjoyable because I I just love that interaction. I had those conversations with them and spoke to people who were struggling with their bodies after the pandemic and there was a there was a trans a trans person that came in that was wearing their very first dress out of the house and they'd come especially to show me so it was it was such a fun day and um it was great because i sort of shared the i shared the experience with two other stylists so there was one that did it on the friday and she worked no the thursday and she worked so hard she set the whole thing up she had been in charge of um putting all the clothes and dressing all the mannequins and everything which god I'm glad I didn't have that job because I've dressed mannequins before and you would not believe how hard it is it's so different dressing a mannequin than dressing a, a, a human being because with a mannequin the clothes just fall off so you have to pin everything to absolute precision it is such a hard job so hats off to her she um she did really well. And then there was another stylist the day after me that was doing it. So it's great. We were kind of messaging each other and supporting each other. And the day that I did mine, I I had the rail of clothes to choose from. And I thought, you know, I'm going to I feel like I need a few little Susie bits in there. And it, there wasn't quite those bits that I really needed for what I considered to be a core capsule wardrobe. Because I try to go for pieces when I'm showing somebody a, a demonstration of a capsule wardrobe. I try to go for pieces that... I feel would suit all ages and pretty much all lifestyles as well. So I had a quick run to Next, which was brilliant because there was a little costa in Next. So I got myself a little pumpkin spice latte while I was there. And I grabbed I grabbed a teddy coat. I grabbed a pair of smart joggers. What else did I get? I think I got another midi dress. And can't remember. A couple of little bits anyway. I think I bought maybe six, six or seven bits, and I said to the people in Next, I said, I'm really sorry, I said, I'm, I'm working at this event, is it okay if I bring them back later, I'll pay for them now, and they were like, yeah, that's fine, so anyway, took them to the event, what was brilliant was that so many different people were coming in, and, and they were trying some of these pieces on, they were saying, oh, you know, a Teddy Coat definitely doesn't suit me, it definitely doesn't suit me, I'm too short for it, or I'm too tall for it, or I'm too, too curvy for it, And what was fantastic was that it worked on pretty much everyone that tried it. And I went back to Next later that afternoon and I said, you know, here here are the pieces. Thank you very much. And they said, we've sold out everything you picked this morning. We've sold out of it. And I was so pleased. And it really proved to me that I thought, you know, you can really surprise people by people have their um, preconceptions about an item of clothing and I see it all the time where clients disregard something because they think it's too young. It's I'm too big for it. I'm too thin for it. I'm too short for it. I'm too tall for it. And I love getting people to try things and then being surprised by it. So I was really chuffed. So, um, yeah, that was great. So I had that event um, and I planned this amazing, amazing talk, which I never got to use because it was kind of. It, it was kind of more informal than I thought it was going to be, which I prefer. I do not like talking to big groups. I prefer having a great conversation with one person than having a kind of flaky conversation with a group of people. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather go to a really good dinner party with four friends than go to a massive party and have the pressure of working the room and trying to make sure that I get around everybody. Just that introvert in me I suppose um so where was I going with that so yeah did that and then we had a couple of weeks after that I think we had the new look event in Bromley which was brilliant Karina had organized the entire thing from start to finish and that was really interesting it was actually I mean I've been doing events for shopping events for quite a few years now and um it was challenging it was probably the most challenging one because what really surprised me was that usually when we do when we do events like that, we have clients that we have worked with many times before. So they, they are quite often clients that we've even shopped with. So we already have that prior knowledge about them. But what re- really surprised me was that I'd say 90% of the clients that we had at the event were absolutely brand new. Absolutely brand new. You know, some of them we hadn't even styled online. So we're starting from scratch, which... In a shopping event capacity, where you are shopping for, say, two or three people at the same time, it's really difficult. Because, again, you're trying to split your time equally between them all. You don't want to give one person more attention than somebody else. And, and that was a real challenge. And, again, for me, I like, I like pushing those boundaries. And it was, it was great because, again, you could teach the ones that had never had any styling from us before. You could sort of really strip it back to basics and show them those little tweaks that they can make but then equally it was great working with the clients that we've had for years and pushing them that little bit more because we'd already been pushing them so um yeah that was really good it was really good I find events quite hard going because they are they are really hard work and I did have one that I was planning to do at 12 middle row next month and I'm on I mean I'm I'm on really good terms with Bryony who owns 12 Middle Row is such an amazing honestly she's such an amazing person she is just so lovely she's so intuitive with the pieces that she picks that I love supporting it because it's a local boutique but equally I said to her I just love your clothes I love your accessories and I genuinely love them I was planning to do this event and start selling tickets but you know what I am really exhausted and I thought I spend my life saying to clients and to friends about putting yourself first and looking after yourself and not burning yourself out and I and I said to Bryony I'm really sorry but I want to do this event properly and I want to yeah I want to do it justice so I'm not doing that but hopefully we'll do one in the spring but it's um it's kind of it's, it shocked me actually. And it, it's made me realise how long it's been that we haven't been in the shops because it shocked me how tiring I have found it. And that makes me realise how long we've been out of, you know, we've been out of the shops. And, um, I had Sarah around last night for a cup of tea and, um, we were chatting about, about the shop situation and, I've so when I started personal shopping the shops that we had in Bluewater were so different so when I started back then we had shops like Forever 21 which was brilliant it was it was you know I mean the the clues in the name it was quite it was quite young I'd say Um, but that was always my go-to for accessories it was really affordable and they had great shoes and bits like that and you know even some great clothing and So we had that, we had Oasis, we had Warehouse, which obviously, you know, we had a great relationship with them. We had the whole of Arcadia, which was obviously Topshop, Dorothy Perkins, Miss Selfridge, Evans. Um, I mean, I even use Burton sometimes for blazers if a client wanted an oversized blazer. Um, Where else was there? So, yeah, we had those. Lost all of that. We used to have Anthropology. Lost that um mint velvet lost that there was a hush pop-up shop which we lost that that's gone and um it was quite actually not what was the other one mango that was when I very st- first asked at blue water mango became a tesla garage the forever 21 then became a misguided which has now become a, an art gallery I mean being honest with you it's really sad it's quite upsetting and I think it's probably probably hit me and and Sarah a little bit more than the team because I think because we've been in Bluewater for I mean I'm coming up to 10 years next year that I've been doing this and I've seen that change over the years so for me I feel really sad when I see those boarded up shops I think god it's it's wiped out pretty much a whole side of Bluewater, Bluewater's a triangle and this whole side of Blue Water that used to be Arcadia, just this strip of shops. Um, you know, it's gone and warehouse and oasis. And and it's it's really sad. And um at the start of the shopping season, I was thinking, this is this is hard. Like, where am I gonna, where am I gonna go? All those places that were my go-to shops, Dorothy Perkins you could always find something great in Dorothy Perkins. I used to work at Dorothy Perkins and I think that's why I felt extra sad when it went. Um Topshop for jeans, Warehouse anyway. I have a point with Brown going. It's not it's not as depressing as it sounds. It's been really really good and I'm I'm almost amazed because we've lost so many shops, but equally you found so many amazing pieces. And it's it's perhaps encouraged me to use shops a little bit more like Zara. Now, Zara, I know, could do so much better with their sizing, but you would actually be surprised if you go for the right pieces in Zara. They can fit such a wide variety of people. And if you are curvy, I probably would avoid the bottoms in there. But honestly, you should try some of the jumpers, some of the coats. They they work much better than you'd think. So Zara has been a a real revelation to me and I've used that a lot. Um, Marks and Spencers, hats off to Marks and Spencers. My word, they have had the best season I think ever. I feel like they've truly nailed it. I think I've been to Marks and Spencers with every single client this season and I don't think I'm even exaggerating, every single one. And that shows how good their variety is because I shop with such a wide variety of clients of different ages, different shapes, different sizes, different seasons, different lifestyles and um, they've come up trumps. I've bought my own clothes from M&S this season which I don't think I ever buy anything from M&S before that and also I think what makes our job so much easier is when we have that ease with the changing rooms and Marks and Spencers used to be really hard going with their changing rooms you know they'd only let you take in four pieces at a time and and they were quite um quite strict which for our job when you're taking say usually nine or ten pieces in at a time you don't really want to be running backwards and forwards to this rail all the time and i think the changing room assistants get a bit irritated with us when we're doing our job but this season m have just been fantastic they're like yep go in whatever you don't use put on the rail outside and it's so super chill it's amazing so m I think is probably my winner is my conclusion of say who I think has done best this season I'd say m I brilliant absolutely brilliant and I hope whoever their buyer is at the moment or whoever it is that's been choosing their clothes and taking them in the direction that they've been going I hope they stay there for a while because they've they've made this season brilliant both online and and in person. And um, and obviously, I've been down in Brighton. So I've opened up some personal shops down in Brighton. That's been great, because I've had access to shops like Sugarhill Boutique, which is a tiny shop. They've got a massive online presence, but the shop itself is tiny. And so you've had Sugar Bo- Sugarhill Boutique. You've got, if you like a bit more of a creative style, you've got Lucy and Yak down there. You've also got all those lovely independent kind of vintage boutiquey places down there. So that's got a really wide variety down in Brighton and it also means I can go and have lunch on the beach afterwards which is just the best feeling. And uh I was talking to Sarah last night and we were talking about this the sort of state of the high street as such. And it is concerning because I think if we if we lost somewhere like Next or we lost somewhere like M&S or you look at what happened to Debenhams. I mean, God, that is that is such a sad situation. Um, if you lost somewhere like that, it would massively impact us. But the thing is, is that the rates of these shops in shopping centres, the rates that the, they ch- that the management charge are so high that if you are, say, a local boutique, you are not going to be able to afford somewhere like that in a shopping mall. If you have a massive online presence, so for example, ASOS, or um, who else could I think of? Say, oh, I can't think. Say, well, ASOS is a good example. Why would ASOS open up a shop with all those overheads, the staffing costs, the rent, the lighting, the, the stock? Why would they do that when their online presence is already doing really well? and i do sometimes look forward and think where is the high street going is it going to die out and as people ask me that all the time and i can't see into the future i mean i had no idea the pandemic was going to come and was going to affect us so badly but who knows where the high street's going but equally i think things change so quickly all it would take would be for online sales to dip that it's, it's all about patterns, isn't it? So if, if a retail, say if, for example, Hush, who do very well online, say, for example, Hush saw that their sales online were dipping, and actually, the people buying their stuff in the John Lewis concession was going up, all it would take would be for one or two seasons for a store to think, okay, maybe we need a presence in the high street. And I think, it's not all doom and gloom. I think we just have to remember that we are in a recession, pretty much. And also to remember that these the problems that the high street stores have had, so like Arcadia, Warehouse, we did see them coming for a long time. We we saw the fact that Warehouse was quite often empty. We, we saw the fact that they couldn't compete with, say, the likes of Zara, who were mass producing clothes, but also had a lower price point. You could see the fact that Topshop were trying to um, encourage a much younger audience in, but their price point was too high for 18 year olds. So, you know, to me, a lot of the problems were glaringly obvious. And these were way before the pandemic. These were, I'd say, as far as three, maybe four years ago that I started seeing these things. and I, I said to the girls ages ago, I think, I think Topshop could be on the way out. And um, yeah, it was. So I I think as much as I can't predict the future, I can see the way things go and I see the patterns of behaviour with the clients that we shop with and I can see the ways that the stores try and get people involved. Um, And I do, I, I think all it would be is that I think people are wanting to be out more. People are liking that social experience. And I think things are still so up in the air Things are still so uncertain. The news scaremongering us every day with, you know, um, lockdowns impending and um, you had the petrol crisis, which meant that people didn't want to drive. So then that's going to hit the high street more. And I said to my husband, I think all we need is one really stable season where you have no lockdowns, no petrol crisis. You have no, it's just smooth you know, people are back to work, everything is back to normal, people can, go, people can go on holiday again and we just need that line to smooth out and I think once it does, I think we could see a massive boom in the high street again and the fact that stores will want to get back in person again and the thing is, is that as much as online shopping has massive benefits, firstly if you if you need those curve ranges, tall ranges, petite ranges, online usually is best because frustratingly they don't have them in store um but for example if you wanted to try a teddy bear coat and you're looking online and you're thinking i don't know whether to go for a 14 or a 16 is it going to come up big is it going to come up small and you can be in a shop and you can quickly without even going to a changing room you can put a coat on and then if it's too big put it back on the hanger try another one on the process of doing that online of having these I mean teddy bear coats are big you know (laughs) having these two teddy bear coats you've got to then take back to the post office I think there are so many benefits of shopping in person and the inspiration that you can get from the way things are styled in person you can quickly try things on and you you don't have that disappointment of waiting for things to arrive and trying them on and thinking oh my god I don't have enough time now and can't get to the shops and seeing shopping as that social experience can be so joyful and even if you can't find your ranges in store and I get it I I am tall I find it hard to find things to fit me quite often in the shops um but even if you went to the shops and you thought right I'm going to go and have an accessories shop today I'm going to look for scarves I'm going to look for a new winter coat, I'm going to look for, um, I'm going to get some makeup, so you can go to the actual makeup counters and try some shades on, um, I'm going to buy some earrings, I'm going to, you know, shopping doesn't have to necessarily always be about buying clothes and, and having these traumatic experiences of trying jeans on and they don't fit, it can be, You can you can have shopping experiences looking for lots of different things and that can be so enjoyable and if you have that, you can you can totally change the way that you think about shopping and you can make it that social experience. and and I think we really need to encourage that because high street shops they they create jobs, um, not just for the people that work there, but all all those things that go into building a high street shop and having that there and the maintenance behind it, all of that creates jobs. It helps the economy. and um yeah. I just love it. I love shopping in line. Online? That's not even my I men. I love shopping in person. You know what I meant. <laughs> this is when I need one of those fancy editing tools. Um, anyway, so that's that's my thoughts on where I think it's going. Um, but yeah, I think it's been a really good season, and I, I feel really positive about going back into winter. I think um, I'm off for the next. Well, Ten days or so, and then I'm back into doing my winter shops again. So that will be the time of year when you get all those Christmas sparkles in the shops. Um, remember, a Christmas sequin is not just for Christmas Day. Sequins look better when you dress them down. So you have a sequin top, you have a sequin skirt. Dress it down with some knitwear. Dress it down with some denim, and you're going to get much more wear out of it. Um, So I'm looking forward to going back into those shops in the winter, getting all those cosy knits for people. And uh, the only thing I'm not looking forward to, can I be honest, Christmas music. It's great that first shop I have where I'm like, yeah, Michael Buble. But second or third shop in and you've heard the same song 20 times. It is not fun. (laughs) That's the only downside. That's the only downside and the fact that they get rid, get rid of the pumpkin spice lattes but I'm sure I can I'm sure I can replace it with some kind of festive mince pie frappuccino cappuccino thing um yeah I'm trying to think what else I need to talk to you about let's have a little pause I've literally talked I haven't stopped I'm looking at my time on my recording thing 26 minutes I've been talking non-stop my god I feel sorry for my husband that's what I wanted to say so there are no trends at the moment, there are no fashions. So many people say to me, is a teddy bear coat going to go out of fashion? Is leopard print going to go out of fashion? Are ripped jeans going to go out of fashion? I genuinely think I haven't seen an identifiable trend for, God, I mean, it's years, genuinely. You know how there are, tre- there are very specific trends, they so say like the boho trend, that whole Sienna Miller thing that we all did with the big, the big buckled belts and the cowboy boots and everything. You know, you have those really identifiable trends that come along. There hasn't been one. So don't sweat it too much. If you're worried about something going out of fashion, it, it won't, I promise you. The most important thing when you're buying clothes, can you wear it three ways? can you make an outfit out of it? Can you make two outfits out of it? Can you make three outfits out of it? The more outfits you can make, the better. So when we're shopping for clients, both online and in person, we give you a smaller selection to choose from. So when we send you an online shop, for example, we don't send you 20 different dresses, we send you sometimes maybe five. Because firstly... A lot of people employ our services because they are overwhelmed. Think how you feel when you walk into a massive Tesco superstore and you're met with 20 different types of pasta shells and you know the pasta shells you like. You know they all taste the same. But you're standing there and you're thinking, well, I don't know. Do I want pasta bows? Do I want pasta tubes? I don't know. Compare that to if you go to your local Tesco metro and there's two different types of pasta. So clothes shopping is the same way. By giving you, say, five dresses to choose from, and we can always go back, if you don't like them, if you try them, we can always send you more, but we give you that smaller selection. So we give you that smaller selection to choose from, so it's less overwhelming, particularly because our clients do get overwhelmed by choice. You give them that those fewer options, but then at the bottom, you give them outfit ideas. So with one dress, you can create so many different looks with one dress with different outerwear different shoes different accessories so we're not encouraging this mass you know buying these massive hauls of clothes you're having this smaller selection but being much more creative about how you put it all together and that's something we can show you both online and in person and it's really really effective and we do it ourselves with our own clothes and it's it's actually really good fun once you get in the hang of it You can create all these different looks and that's where accessories come into their own. So um, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. Uh, Yeah, shopping. When you're shopping, things to look for. Think about outfits. Don't think, that is a really pretty skirt. That is so lovely, but it's only going to go with one black t-shirt. You're better off going for something that is going to go with three different tops or something you, even if it doesn't go with three tops in winter, you think, okay, well, that'll go with, two tops in the winter but then I could wear that in the summer and I could wear that in the summer with trainers and I could wear it in the summer with wedges and sandals and I can transition it so think outfits it's not the amount you come away with it's the amount of outfits you can build and it's the amount of where you can get from something because we uh, personal shoppers and stylists can get a bit of a bad reputation for encouraging this kind of overspending and this um, you know buy 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 but actually if you do it say even once a year you'd be amazed what you can transition into that next season and it's encouraging that responsible shopping so it's not buying something just because it's in fashion or it's not buying something because you've seen it on an influencer and you want to look like them you're buying it because it's going to bring you joy it speaks to your personality and you're going to get loads of different wares out of it so shopping responsibly can take on many different means meanings and I think that goes for whether you shop in charity shops it goes for whether you shop designer it goes for whether you shop from next it goes from whether you shop in Primark because ultimately if you buy a designer piece of clothing and trust me designer pieces of clothing aren't always made in the sustainable way that you think they are and they're not always made from the most sustainable fabrics you wear that designer piece once you chuck it away that is going to be more wasteful than buying a four pound t-shirt from Primark that you wear for the next 10 years so shopping I like to talk about shopping responsibly rather than shopping sustainably because I think sustainably sustainability it's a very very complex issue and I think if you shop responsibly you open your mind to shopping more so you as in shopping more consciously so when you're shopping in a charity shop you're not thinking oh well it might be all right I'll buy it because it's cheap but then you throw it away because you don't wear it or it sits in your wardrobe and you don't wear it eventually you throw it away um when you're shopping in a charity shop think as if you're in a designer shop are you going to wear it? Just because it's four pounds, are you going to wear it? You know, Um, shop responsibly. And that is really the message that we try to teach clients and one that we model ourselves with what we buy, with what we wear. You know, you don't always see us wearing everything new. Quite often the things that you see us wearing we've had for years, We we might top it up with some nice accessories or some fresh knitwear that's going to keep us going for a bit but shop responsibly because I think sustainability is a bit of a it is a buzzword and it's a very complex issue and and where do you end with it but if you shop for what you're going to wear it's much more simple and you are going to be helping the environment in the same way that you would be you know if you shop sustainably what is sustainability anyway that's a whole other issue I haven't had any breakfast and it's nine o'clock in the morning, and I still need to do a style analysis. I have the cinema in a few hours, so I'm looking forward to having some peanut butter popcorn and sitting in the dark for two hours. I mean, what a luxury. <laughs> I hope you're all good. Please let me know how you find the podcast. Please leave your comments. um And if you have any ideas for future podcasts, please let me know. I would love to do more. I will try and do more. I know I say that every time, but. Um, yeah, they don't take me much time at all, and it's always good to have a chat with you. And I hope I've kept you company today, whether it's on a dog walk, whether it's in your car, whether you're watching your child do their ballet class or wherever you are today, I hope I've kept you company and maybe taught you something along the way. And remember, we there's still time for us to help you with that autumn and winter wardrobe. We have availability for not only online sessions but personal sessions. That could be a style session. It could be a wardrobe declutter. It could be a personal shop. And um, yeah, give us a call. We'd love to to work with you. Our stylists get so much amazing feedback. It's amazing seeing them come into their own. And I love it because I see some clients that I've worked with for years who are actually requesting to work with my other stylists now. I love it. That's the whole beauty of having a team is that you know, you get these different ideas, you get these different perspectives, and maybe something like you go and get your hair cut. You know, maybe one hairdresser appeals to you more than another, and that's the beauty of having that choice. So, um, that's what we're all here for. So, we hope to work with you soon. Stay safe, everybody, and hopefully, I will chat to you again, not in six months' time. See you later. Bye.